0: It just all built up and i just kind of stood outside at home just <laughs> with a knife in my hand with no with no attempt to do anything but i just it's like i i couldn't tell other people how i really felt
1: at the pottery studio we would like everyone who comes through the door to find stillness through the pottery process we believe the mindful aspect of working with clay is beneficial to one's mental health. As we approach November, we'd like to do our bit to raise awareness for mental health. And this year, we've asked some guys to put their hands up and just jump behind the mic and have a general chat about their position on the topic and how they've dealt with their own struggles. The idea is to create a space where guys feel comfortable opening up and hopefully becomes a catalyst for other guys to speak up when they're feeling low. We'll also be donating all the proceeds from men who come try one of our classes at the studio this November, and they'll be going to Grab the Life by the Balls charity and the Movember Foundation. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Stillness Podcast. I'm Jai Stewart. With me today,
2: I have Rod Do You want to say hey, Rod? Hey, everyone. Uh, we're just having a little discussion around mental health. Uh, we've got Joel here. How are you going, Joel? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Uh, just to get started, did you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're interested in the podcast?
0: Yeah, so um, I guess I recently took up the, uh, the opportunity to study counselling um, online and I guess through that I find I've done a lot of research just over the kind of past six months um, into kind of, you know, the amount of, you know, men's suicide that happens um, every single day. And I just thought this was a just an awesome opportunity just to, you know, kind of be a part of it and, and start to help um, those numbers come down and, and really spread the awareness of it. So, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, man.
2: Legend. Cheers.
0: Uh,
2: so, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear men's mental health?
0: Um, definitely that it's, it's just such, it's such an opportunity at the moment for, you know, all of us kind of young men to um, kind of – Start to talk to each other. Um, start to you know tell each other about our about our problems um, and and that we can be you know we can be um, that's what I'm looking for you know we can be vulnerable with each other um, and I think that's, that's 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 what we need we need to be um, and and I think that's that's the whole point I, I want to come on the podcast and and why it's so important because we got to start telling each other how we feel um, and, and not letting those emotions build up and, and, and take over us. So, yeah. Awesome.
2: So have you personally dealt with any mental health issues in the past or had any dark times you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, I probably um, – I kind of came from, from primary school into high school getting um, kind of heavily bullied. Um, and I just – it kind of it kind of all came to – Accumulation, which I think is what happens to a lot of kind of guys in this field. There's a lot of differing factors that affect their life. Um, And for me, it was just I just I just thought, what what am I doing? You know, what am I what am I doing with my life? Um, You know, and it was it was a combination of things. I'd had a relationship breakup. I got a bad score on a maths test, um, (laughs) um, and just. And it was, you know, lots of other things. I was swimming really badly at the time. Um, and just, I just thought, why is, you know, why is nothing going my way? You know, I always try to do my, do my best, best in everything I do. Um, it just all built up and I just kind of stood outside at home just <laughs> with a knife in my hand, with no, with no attempt to do anything. But I just, it's like I, I couldn't tell other people how I really felt you know I just that was my way to get attention you know because I just couldn't couldn't explain how I was feeling and um, you know then my family understood that yeah he's in a really dark place he doesn't you know we're not being attentive and he's not telling us um, you know what is actually going going on with him Um, so yeah kind of from that I um, you know had my own kind of counseling counseling sessions and um, you know kind of worked through everything that was going on in my life and you know and worked through a lot of the things that you know people at at school were saying. Um, I was always kind of an interesting little kid. Um, I love music and I and I love sport, um, and I was always kind of pretty good at, at both of them. And always wanted, never the smartest student, but I think just that that kind of thing. Just I was a really easy victim, um, and that just kind of. Yeah, it was a, a really easy thing for people to pick on and it was just working through that counsellor on like what I, what I stood for, what I wanted in my life and, and what was important to me and, and not letting any of the things that, that other people say you know, put me in that mindset and really reassuring me of who I am and, you know, and what I wanted to be, so yeah.
2: Oh, awesome. sounds like you really worked through that. So do you think just the talking to the counsellor was the main thing that got you out of it or was there any other steps that you took?
0: Yeah, definitely talking through with him was a big thing. I probably only had kind of four four sessions um, in the end, and um, I think it was mainly just kind of the support of my, my family um, more than anything. I had an older sister who has the thickest skin in the world and, and doesn't let anything get her down, and I think I, just, I took a little bit of a page out of her book and really just kind of stuck my feet in the ground saying, you know, this is what I'm about, this is this is what I believe in, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay true to myself and I'm going to really start to block out what, what people say and kind of, you know, as my father always told me, you know, work in my circle of control. You know, I can only control the things I can and I can't control what other people say or what they think of me um, and I just kind of went from there and, and slowly just, you know, build up that self-confidence that I just, just never had.
1: Once you did go outside, and then your parents did notice what happened, um, and I suppose then you started talking. Once you started talking, how much did that actually help? Like for people listening who might be going through something similar and don't know how to just say the first words, what would you suggest for them?
0: Yeah, um, I guess I was, I was, yeah, still, still very young and you know, so un, so unsure what I was, what I was going through. Um, but you know, the first. The first thing I, I just, you know, I talked about everything that had upset me, you know, the things people saying at school, the bad grades and just talking through, you know, each of the the things that have kind of accumulated to upset me um, and then really, you know, kind of thinking about oh, which which one of these is really like the real cause of, of why I'm feeling this way um, and it's just, you know, it's, it really, it really is kind of, kind of baby steps in that. You know, in that first instance, you just have to, you know, kind of, you have to let people in, you know, more than anything. That's, that's what I had to do. You know, I had to kind of, you know, you kind of go through that phase in in that it's definitely when you're a young boy, all right, you just, you don't talk to your mom, you don't hug your mom, you, you know, from that kind of that. 12 year old to six, 16 year old you just kind of you know you lose touch with your family and I think that's that was the first thing that I did I said I you know come back to the community come back to your family start start talking to people so that was the first step.
1: So Swimming for you is obviously a major part of your life is swimming an outlet for you like a meditative state you get into or is it more um, like just your exercise?
0: Yeah definitely for me um, I love that it's kind of it is individual and I was never a kid that had tons of friends or, you know, hanged out with lots of friends when I was young. So I kind of loved that it was me and the whole onus of the sport was was on me. So I would definitely, you know, kind of get in the pool and it it almost gave me a, a time to kind of think through things in my life. Definitely, I swam all the way up until I was kind of 17, um, but it was really good. You know, you could have the worst, the worst day, you know, but you would go to swimming in the afternoon and you'd see people that were there for exactly the same reasons that you were. And, you know, that's where all my friends were. You know, they were the, they were the people that would support me or even my, my coach was the best reader of body language and would know if, you know, I was, I was feeling sad or if something had upset me that, that day. So I had a really good, you know, relationship with the adults in my life that kind of helped me through that. Yeah.
2: Oh, so that's so awesome that you've had swimming to sort of bring you back. Do you pass that on now to the kids that you're teaching? Do you teach swimming? Yeah, yeah. I do.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I definitely, um, as much as I, I think I'm a, a swim coach, I, I definitely think I'm I'm more about teaching, you know, young people, um, you know, how to look after themselves and how, and how to look after other people. Um, I think that's my... My number one job is that, you know, they've got to be treating each other well, um, you know, listening, listening to me when I'm speaking um, and just getting really good life skills. I think that's, that's the most, most important thing. The kid will swim well if they like you as a coach and if they know that you care, you know, and that's what I, that's what I show every day because that's what I want them to go out and do to other people. I want them to show that they care to other people. Um, So I think, yeah, definitely those in teaching positions anywhere, you're so much more than just educating kids about skills or, you know, writing or lessons. You literally, you know, you're giving them the foundation of what they're going to build their life upon. So I take my my job very seriously in that respect.
2: Awesome. So do you think that you can see the signs in young adults when they're having some mental struggles or just because you've been through it yourself or...?
0: Yeah, I I don't like to think, you know. I'm I, I know everything about them, but I definitely, you know, believe that you know you can tell by a kid's body language when they walk into the pool that afternoon if, if something is upsetting them or just in the in the way that they're swimming. You know, you see these kids mostly, you know, every day or at least you know four or five times a week, um, and you can you can just just tell and just just ask them, you know, what what's going on. You know, something happened at school today. Something something happened at home. Um, and you know, in this day and age, it's just it's just so important to teach those kids to communicate with you um, at a at a young age because you know soon enough if they take the sport up, um, you know for the for the rest of their lives, um, you know they need a really good communication skills to to be successful and to be happy in, in what they're doing. So,
2: mm. oh, that's really cool. Just wait for that truck to go past. <laughs> <laughs> So good. What do you think the effects of social media are on kids these days? Because obviously, growing up, we didn't have it as heavily as what it is now. They're going home and still getting bullied. Like, yeah. it's got to have a major impact on oh, them. As well, ab-
0: absolutely. Um, I think, and you know, this the bad. The baddest thing is, is that you know, I think um, you know, parents are now starting to to clue up to it. But I think when it first came in, they just had you know no idea what they were being exposed to every day. And I think. Um, you know, and it's and it's good to see that um, you know a lot of people kind of starting to break down the barriers of um, of social media, and you know this is what this looks like without a filter and, and kind of stuff stuff like that. Because you know, sadly, these these young kids they base their they base their lives on kind of you know what they what they see on social media. They think that that is the norm, um, and that's what you know you're meant to look like. That's what you're meant to be. That's what you're meant to say. Um, and I think you know it's just. It's a really bad education source almost. Um, it's and definitely think, not reality. Hey. No, it's it's, it's, not. it's really not. Um, and I think that's – I just – yeah, those the kids, you know, the later they can, they can have a phone and um, there needs to be probably better systems kind of put in place, I think, for, you know, that, um, you know, you need education on social media just like you need education on anything else. So, yeah.
2: 100%. I think the schools probably need to step in. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, sort that out. Yep.
1: If your best mate was going through something similar that you did right now what would you do like how would you approach it um, yeah without like obviously giving them advice would you give them advice or would you approach just get them to open up
0: yeah I think um, it's I think you have to build you have to have a relationship there first and there has to be a tight-knit relationship i think naturally you know girls have lent on other girls really easily you know through history um but boys have to be you know they have to be a best mate and you know they're they're afraid that you know other people outside of you two are gonna you know hear what they say you know they're scared of the the stigma that surrounds having a mental health problem um, which is such a dangerous label um, as we uh, as we find out through the the course i 'm doing at the moment, but you know i just I would just say to a, say to a mate you 've just got to remind them that they 're there um, you know that you 're there for them, and you know whenever you're you 're ready to talk about it, you know this is this is a safe space, um, and you know just whenever you 're ready i 'll be there for you
1: off topic a little bit but at the studio, we believe in um, the still finding stillness through the pottery process. When you – because you've obviously come yeah. – you've heard through the studio. You've come to a couple of classes. How did you find your experience here when you were making pottery or on the wheel?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, and definitely on, on the wheel. Um, it's just – You know, you're just in kind of like almost like your own world, like you lose track of time so easily. Like I think it's like a three, it's a three hour session or something like that. And I was like, no idea, like no way that's gone that fast. You just, you know, like it's just such a smoothing experience, you know, you just get into your own mindset and the wheels just like constantly, it's almost like, you know, it's hypnotizing you in front of you, you know, it's just spinning, spinning in your eyes and it's amazing how it just kind of comes to, comes to form. And, you know, and and it is, it's, it's so still, you know, like the whole room, the whole environment is just a nice peaceful place to come. And it kind of just clears your mind of anything else that's, that's going on in your life. You
2: definitely say it's a meditative sort of state that you get in when you're on the
0: wheel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You just kind of, you kind of lose, lose where you are and you just kind of got that blank, that blank space in your head and it just kind of nothing else kind of matters at that moment. You know, you're not worrying about, you know, what work's going to be like on Monday or, you know, you know, if your kid's going to turn up, he's going to feel well, you know, any of those things. You just, yeah. you know, it's just you and, you know, yourself and just, yeah, really in that, that meditative process, yeah. Do you do any other form of meditation that you could recommend, or have you dabbled at all? I have, I have, I've, I've probably downloaded every app, um, <laughs> cool. you know, under the sun. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> it's it's a really hard thing to to get started, you know, and to really find the time and 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 the space for it in your life. Like I, I get that completely. So um, I have tried a few of the apps, but. Um, Yeah, I think, I think for me, it's just, I just, I don't even probably meditate. It's just kind of closing, closing the eyes just for a few moments and a few deep breaths, I think. And, you know, and I, I'll do that whenever I'm feeling anxious or if I'm just, something's just overwhelming me or I feel like I'm about to yell at a kid, you know, like, it's just, it's just a moment of pause going, you know, is this, is this really, really worth it? You know, like, you know, just, back to what's really really important you know i want to give this kid a nurturing experience i want me to you know i want me to stay level-headed and and enjoy what i'm doing you know and i just think just take a few deep breaths and and you know kind of just lay back and and let things let things happen awesome whereabouts are you teaching Ah, uh, so i'm at mountain creek yeah mountain creek. yeah
2: Oh, I did a bit of swimming there when I was younger, can't yeah. say I was uh, <laughs> the best swimmer, put See me on a board and I can one? paddle, but yeah, yeah that's off right. the board, and it's, yeah. like, it's
0: not a big thing. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's definitely definitely something that takes a, it takes a long time, you know, just like probably me on the wheel here at Pottery, <laughs> it <laughs> takes a long time to just uh, be able to do it right every time. Uh, I, think I was thinking. too scared of what people
2: would think. I remember I got into it like super late, and I was like, "Oh, putting on the togs and you know jumping in." And it was like all the kids were just Ooh. swimming laps, and I was just like, "Oh, how do you do freestyle?"
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, it 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 is though. It's kind of like if you, – it is kind of that sport you start when you're young, you know. If, yeah. And if you don't start when you're young, it is really hard to kind of kind of merge in. There's a, there's a few that have few that have done it, but. Um, it is really, really difficult because you know it's it's a little bit judgmental. You know, you're in bathers, your your skin's exposed. You can you know see you know more of your body. It's you know it's quite quite a revealing thing, and you have to kind of. Have that song, you know, that self confidence. When you know? go through puberty, it's like a weird time. Oh, you're like yeah, when you're yeah. a kid. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. You know, when you're a young kid, you're like, why are the girls missing so many sessions? And then, you, and then now as a coach, I'm like, I'll oh, take as much time as you need. You need a week, you know, especially because I deal with you know 11s and 12s, and it's you know their their first stage of period, and you know they just um, they need that time, they need that space, they need that support, and that's the best thing that you can do for them. Yeah. I used to do, yeah, I used to do swimming, but I used
1: to, I don't know, just, mum used to say, yep, swimming, training, and you're just like, oh, not again. That was me, <laughs> <laughs> <Literally> <laughs> But I did enjoy it when I was there. and then
0: It is, it know. is a bit like that. It's really hard just to get there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I, it's
1: like most things. Yeah, it is.
2: I couldn't get my breathing down. Is that a big thing? It's, it's I don't know, terrible.
0: I Absolutely terrible. The so kids hard. are just, I don't know, they just... Head position is the worst thing, man, you know, and at least, you know, when you're on a board, your head doesn't matter, so it's, it's all good, but when you're in the water, if your head's in the wrong place, nothing else is going to go right, so, yeah. So advice to a 27-year-old that's not good at swimming? <laughs> Float. Floating. If you've got, if you got <laughs> f- floating, kicking, <laughs> and then, 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 then the arms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, don't let go. <laughs> nah, I can sort of swim. So what are three things that you would um, say play an active role in maintaining your mental health now, given everything you've been through?
0: Yeah, I think, I think for me it's just um, I take time and I probably do it probably at least every two weeks as I kind of write down my goals and what I'm working towards, and what gives me value, what gives me fulfillment in my life. I think I, I I do that maybe too much, but, you know, life's always changing, you're always wanting to, you know, head in a certain direction, um, and you got to make sure that the things in your life are bringing you fulfillment, and if they're not, you know, work towards, you know, something else. Um, so that's probably the first thing. Second thing, um, I could just completely switch off, just... Lay by the pool, lay by the beach, just enjoy what what the world is without just you know thinking overboard. You know, just really just take your time and just um, you know enjoy other people's company without worrying about what's coming next or what's happened in the past. Um, and then probably the third one is just um, I kind of I kind of like to have some structure, you know, and to know. To know where I'm going, to know what's coming next, um, and that's just that's just personal for me. Um, but that just keeps me in a in a good mindset, and I don't you know get anxious about you know what's you know coming up or you know. And I you know it kind of comes into part of the structure is being organised. You know, I think that's that's just a thing for me. I want I want to be organised, arrive on time. You know, do all those do all those things that just you know they just kind of keep me keep me level. Um, So just having some structure in my life and and knowing what's coming up next just, just helps me.
2: Yeah, I think routines a major thing with mental health. I think you need to have some sort of structure in your life for sure. I'm glad you touched on that.
0: Yeah, oh, ab- absolutely. Like, you know, I think self-care has been such it's I think it, it, I think it's been seen as such a girly thing, you know. <laughs> self-care you go and like get your nails done and like, you know, like go and go and do those those kinds of things. But I yeah. think there should be there should be things like that that guys can comfortably you know go and do and and enjoy you know whether that's like something like that for me is probably just like I like eating out I like going to a cafe you know yeah. I'll go to cafe V even after this and just go and grab a grab a coffee and grab a meal and that's just that's just something for me you that's know it's favorite
2: place isn't it cafe v. yeah of, it's isn't? pretty little good plug, little plug for them
0: yeah just I thought I'd throw them in there <laughs> Cafe
2: V, <You're> listening. <laughs> so yeah
0: no I definitely um do things for you, yeah. Do things for you now and again without, the, without a thought of any, anyone else. Because I guess in my, in my job, my job is to do things for other people all the time. You know, I coach kids, look after kids and, and do all those things. So give back to yourself now and again.
2: Oh, so good. Probably have to wrap it up now. It's been the 21 minutes. Beautiful. By quickly. Was there any last things that you wanted to say?
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah I guess just, um, you know, just ask, ask your mate how he is. I think it's it's really easy to um, to open up. I find it easy to open up to to my girlfriend and and my mom, um, and my sister. And I wasn't like that, you know, kind of ten years ago. But um, just ask your mate how he is because you never know what he might say.
2: Awesome, Thanks, Joel. good advice. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers.